and welcome back to the Calorie Deficit University podcast. My name is Alexis. I am the show's host. If you are new here, welcome. Um, If you are a return listener, thanks so much for tuning in and returning back. Um, Today is an episode about something that a lot of people have asked me about. Um, I love to, to aim to please. So if you have any topics or anything you want me to talk about on the podcast, happy to do that. Just message me on Instagram. Um, this was a common question that I got on one of my recent ask me anythings on Instagram, um, is how do I stay on plan? How do I change my mindset to eat on plan? Um, I don't know how to change my mind. Like, how do I want, like, how do I get myself to want to do this more? Um, And it's always that kind of question. And people oftentimes think that something's wrong with them. They're not disciplined enough, whatever it might be. And, And while, yes, you might not be disciplined enough, that's not a bad thing. Discipline is a muscle. Um, It's a skill. You just have to work at it and, um, you know, get stronger at it by taking action over and over again. Sure. But there's this sweet spot. There's this place, this, this very special place that you have to go in your mind. Um, that I see a lot of people go and they find success and the people who are not willing to go there, um, will not find success, unfortunately. Um, but remember if weight loss, um, if working out all of those things, uh, eating on plan, if it was easy, everyone would be able to do it. Everyone would do it and we wouldn't have any problems at all. Um, we wouldn't have 70% of the population struggling with being overweight. Um, so it's not easy, but it is doable. It is possible. And so what I will say is plans are great, but a plan without execution will absolutely tear you the fuck up. You make a plan, you don't stick to it, you get down on yourself, you don't want to take action, you have a pity party, you overeat, you start again on Monday. You make a plan, you tweak a little bit, you're like, all right, I'm going to do this plan, it's going to be great, I've got this, no worries, no problem, you run into a pro- an issue, a stressful time, whatever, things derail a little bit off plan, you get frustrated, you don't do anything, you don't act on plan, you have a pity party, you overeat, you start on Monday. And this cycle repeats and repeats and repeats and you feel like you're putting in all this effort, you feel like you're dieting to the max and nothing works and you know what, I must be broken, nothing must work for me and everybody else is the problem. And it's this cycle that, and I'm all too familiar with it. I I speak on these things from a place of experience personally with myself and clients And it's a common rhetoric because we don't have skills. We don't have skills when it comes to food science, nutrition science. We don't have skills, most of us, when it comes to cooking our own meals. We don't have education when it comes to doing appropriate workouts that work for us and not training too hard or not training too little, 
blah, 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 blah. We, for the most part, as a population, do not have these vital skills to take care of ourselves, to not be in a place where our health is at risk in the long-term future. And so the mindset, the sweet spot, the special place that you have to get to is this. You can own your own bullshit or your bullshit will own you. I will say it again because I need to hear it too. You can own your own bullshit or your bullshit will own you. And you know, you can take that as a negative thing. You can be like, oh, don't come like that's pain. That's annoying. Alexis, like you're rude. Babe, we've all got our own bullshit. We've all got limitations. We've all got limiting beliefs, limiting factors, challenges, difficulties, past traumas, current traumas, future traumas. We have all got all types of bullshit, functional bullshit, limiting bullshit, past bullshit, future bullshit, current bullshit, like bullshit family, bullshit kids, bullshit, whatever, bullshit finances, bullshit debt, bullshit school, bullshit that, bullshit, 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 bullshit. I make excuses for this bullshit. I don't get my sleep like I should bullshit. I don't drink water like I should bullshit. I don't go to the bullshit, 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 bullshit. I mean to myself, I talk down to myself all day long. My internal monologue is just, oh, you suck. You can, you're never going to be good enough. You look at you again. You're not doing enough bullshit. All of that bullshit can either be dominated, destroyed, and owned by you, or I promise you, it will own you. It will absolutely take you out. And this idea of extreme ownership, right? Just taking full on accountability for everything in your life. It doesn't mean that you know, you don't hold other people accountable for the things that they've done to you or said to you or hurt, whatever. But you take full on, you bear the weight of the things in your life, right? And and you just bear it, own it, take it on and have this resiliency that again is a skill that you develop, you build like a muscle over time and you own it. You're having a bad day, own it. You didn't get good sleep last night, own it. I'll tell you personal, per, like give you a personal example. Um, I was having like a bunch of mental health issues recently, like being like, uh, in my head and all fucked up. And I'm like, yo, you know why, you know why you're not doing good. It's cause I'm on social media like crazy I feel down in the dumps about my journey and as a business owner and it's not fast enough and it's not this and it's not like that person and it's not and whatever my bullshit brain was telling me. And so I said, you know what? Fuck that. 10 minute limit on social media. Goodbye. 10 minute limit a day. 10. Post answer messages. Bye. Done. I'm not tolerating it. Why? Because that bullshit was owning me. It was literally taking me captive mentally and taking me out. Owned it. 
took action, done, feel amazing, feel so much better. Owning your bullshit or it will fucking absolutely own you, take you around the block, whip you to pieces, tear you down, take you out, shred you down, done. Again, this is a skill. So it's not a, it's not a retribution. It's not telling you, you suck. This is not a negative conversation. This is a skill. This is learning. This is educational. You can learn to own your bullshit better. It's hard. It's painful. It's not fun. It requires sacrifice. It requires diligence. It requires basically growing up. And being an adult is so shitty. It sucks. Trust me. I would love to just lap around and roll in my bullshit. But at the end of the day, that doesn't serve me well. It doesn't make me feel good. And it doesn't bring me the results that I'm looking for. Personally, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, all the least. It doesn't. In addition to this, there's a really really important big balancing act here that is different for everybody. Okay. And these are the nuances, right? That we talk about a lot on the podcast because everybody's story is different and everybody needs, um, a little bit more. Some people need a pat on the back. Some people need a hug. Some people need a kick in the ass. Okay. I would tell you most people probably need a kick in the ass and then a big fat juicy hug right after. Okay. Um, you have to balance this. Are you gaslighting yourself into resisting the needed change to get to where you want to go? Or are you doing far too much that is unsustainable and leading you to stumble and burn out? Okay. Those are the far two ends of the spectrum because life is a bell curve. We want to be somewhere in the middle where you're doing the perfect amount of eating, exercising, sleeping, blah, 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 whatever your goals are. We're doing the perfect amount to get you to your goals. But at the same time, you're perfectly kind to yourself and perfectly aware of your ability to gaslight yourself into bullshit. Okay. That that's the dream. Again, that's a skill to get there. Um, it's something that you have to muscle around and then you realize, wow, okay, that I own that I'm over that. And then your brain is like, let's gaslight her into another thing. Then you got to conquer that, take over that gaslighting and be like, no, that's not real. That's not what's happening here. And, and get back to the bell curve, get back to the middle. So the missing link between those two far ends, right? The gaslighting and then like doing far too much that's unsustainable and like freaking yourself out is education. Most of the time you feel like you're on the end, right? Of doing far too much. Um, like when you're over there is because you don't have the education to understand what is too much, and what is too overwhelming. And you're you're taking the wrong type of action too soon. But the only way you're going to unfortunately know that 
is by taking action first, imperfect action. So you know what works, you know what doesn't, you know what's too much, you know what's too little, and you educate yourself. Like for example, um, weighing your food. The only way you're going to become a really, really good expert at tracking and weighing your food so that you eventually never have to do it is by doing it and doing it sloppily, doing it imperfectly, and being willing to fall, fuck up, and Google. (sighs) Seriously. And owning the fact that you're really bad at tracking, owning the fact that you have no idea what goes into your food, owning the fact that you got to put your plate on a fucking food scale and say, okay, I want to eat turkey and I need to eat enough turkey to where I meet my protein goals for the day. So I'm not fucking starving. Let's hit 30 grams of protein, putting food on the scale, food on the scale. Okay, great. That looked that. Okay. Had no idea. That's how much that is. And then you do it over again and over again and over again. And at first that might feel unsustainable at first that might feel so fucking overwhelming, But then the more you do it, the more you educate yourself, the more you realize, okay, that's what that is. That's important. That's not important. Okay, I really need to measure this. I'm really good at measuring that. Blah, 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 blah. It pushes you back to the middle. Same thing. The more you own your gaslighting, I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to do a walk in the evening. I don't have time. And then you take, you're you're on that far end. You take an audit of your time, your spending, same way you take an audit of your screen time and you say, wow, I'm on my phone three, four hours a day. I watch two episodes of TV every night. Wow. Hmm. You know what? I could watch one episode of TV and do one 40 minute walk. Okay, great. I could say, I'm not going to get on my phone in the morning. I'm going to put my feet right on the ground and I have an extra hour in my day. And I don't start off my day feeling like the world is ending or I'm on fire. And that pushes you back to the middle of the balanced out scale. The other balancing act I would say is having enough empathy and grace for yourself that kindly pushes yourself into action and doesn't accept failure. I love the empathy and kindness and grace and like treating ourselves really nicely. I think that's really important and highly underrated and something that women especially don't do. Um, but you can't empathize yourself into the body of your dreams sorry, you, it's a vital part of it, of having kindness and empathy for yourself when you fail, when you don't do things perfectly. Absolutely. But you need to be so nice to yourself that you make space in your routine to make yourself meals and eat nutritiously dense food. That is the niceness I want to see. Um, that I don't see that enough. Like you can be kind to yourself by taking rest. You can be kind to yourself by eating on plan. You can be kind to yourself by having flexibility, sure, in your diet, but you can also be kind to yourself by hitting your protein goal every day. And I think that our version of kindness is a little fucked up by the consumerism capitalist bullshit of like, well, you need this, you need that, you need to go buy yourself something, you need to go do it, whatever, whatever, whatever. 
I'm like, I think you do good with getting a massage or getting your nails done or something therapeutic. Sure. But you can absolutely be unkind to yourself by eating off plan. Sorry. (laughs) I, and I say that from again, a place of it feels good in the moment when you're like, oh, well, I just fuck it and I'm just going to eat whatever because that's being kind to myself. I just need a day off. I just need to like eat whatever, whatever. It never turns out feeling like you were super kind to yourself in the end because you feel like crap. You have to go back to eating on plan anyway. Like, It just delays the progress even longer. You miss out on a protein goal. So then your lift the next day isn't good. Like the the returns are none except for the emotional fleeting moment of feeling good for the the 20 seconds of eating that occurs. And that is the biggest like ownership of bullshit on the planet when it comes to eating on plan. And it hurts and it's painful and it sucks and it's not fun, but it's even more not fun to be in a perpetual cycle of dieting and never getting your results. Um, And I will tell you, the more you practice kindness towards yourself, that is, okay, you know what? I'm going to make sure that I hit my protein and I get my fruit and I get my vegetables and I get my walk and I even get my workout today. And then the rest of the day can be whatever. The rest of the food can be whatever. Oh, well, oh, well. That feels so much more rewarding and kind and and energizing and good than the other. Um, you know, there's this balancing act between growing up, you know, accepting um, that you the reality is like you can't eat whatever you want whenever you want and expect that your health will just be totally fine. Um, Most of us as human beings are so bad at balance. Look at it. Like we're bad at saving. We're bad at like balancing a checkbook, which I'm sure no one does anymore. I don't. Um, We're bad at everything. It seems like it's not the truth. We're just bad at like self-accountability, self-realization of our bullshit. We really get stuck in the thick of things. And then it's so funny because we can be ultra hyper judgmental of others, but have no judgment for ourselves, which is also a skill and usually a skill of projection and protection. So I will say another thing is that, and I've said this before, Getting to the mindset of, for you, one could be too many and a thousand could never be enough. One cookie could be too many and then a thousand cookies could never be enough. Whatever it is for you, that's okay. That's okay to accept that, that one drink is far too many, uh, but a thousand is never enough. That doesn't mean you're broken. All it means is that there's an opportunity for you to own your bullshit and succeed. So somehow I think we've, we get it in our heads that 
we can just eat off plan, like that that's an option because of it being an adult, like there, because you don't have someone monitoring your behavior or holding you accountable, right? Like I'm trying to think of a good example on the fly of, of what that could be equivalent to, but it's like in, think about even in society, breaking the law or doing something, you know, that goes against the rules. Um, there, there's ramifications, right? You know, if you don't pay your taxes, there's ramifications. If you, there's not really like, yeah, you could not, like there's the option to not pay your taxes, but you will be penalized if you do that. So like, there's not really an option. Um, when you create a plan for your food and your exercise, there's no penalty for immediate penalty for eating off plan other than that, like you just don't do what you said you were going to do. And that I think is why people get super tripped up. And then of course the nuances of the ultra crazy hyper palatable food environment we live in constantly being sold at every street corner for food and, and whatever that is a recipe for a disaster. And so you have to get to a place in your head where there's no, there's no other option. And that is like the place that a lot of addicts get to, right? Is like when they're clean, they're sober, alcoholics are sober. They say, I don't, I just don't get the option to drink or not drink. That's it. Period. Done. I I don't get the option. I don't give myself the choice because there is no choice for me. That's the rhetoric they get in their head. It's, and that's how they succeed. And that's kind of like, for some people, the level of seriousness you have to take with your plan and your food intake. Because it's like when you let day after day after day go by, where there's no accountability, no responsibility, like no ownership, and it just keeps going and going and going and going, you only end up feeling more shitty about yourself. And that is the cycle of self-sabotage. And it sucks to have to deal with yourself. It does. It's painful. Nobody does it. That's why it's hard. So the last thing I will say is the best way to change your mindset and stick to your plan is by accepting things have to change, mourning your old life, grieving it, and the way of doing things that you know you used to do and taking daily action to get towards your goals whether or not you want to whether or not it's perfect just going doing because there's always going to be more that you can do to improve your life to improve your food to improve your movement to improve your sleep there's always an opportunity to better your life and do more that should be exciting should be encouraging, should help push you to take more action once you feel the benefits of the action that you take today. The best way to change your mindset and stick to your plan is by sticking to your plan. It sucks for a moment, but then all the results flow. You start to say, oh, this is working. I like this. I can do this. I have confidence. I'm winning. And you start to take more and more and more action until your whole life is completely different than the life that you were living before. 
And so again, you can own your bullshit or your bullshit will own you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope that it was beneficial, helpful, and provided some clarity for you on your health and fitness journey. If you're interested in coaching, um, either affordable coaching, one-on-one coaching, whatever it might be, um, I am taking on clients and would be happy to get you started on a program that works for you and helps you achieve your goals. You can click on the link in the description below and we'll get started as soon as possible. Have a great rest of your day and we'll catch you in the next one.